Welcome to the A to Z Sports Live on a Monday presented as always by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch. We go live right there every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Also hit us up on Instagram and on TikTok, Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for and for you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the pulse of fitness. Got my Mandu workout pregame yesterday, a 15-minute workout that simulates over five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. Wilson County Hyundai, for your new ride, check them out. Make them a part of your car buying process at WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon. And the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, the Titans destroyed the Chiefs on Sunday, 27-3. to We spent a lot of our time in that post-game show live from the mainstay yesterday Really, really talking about how great the Titans' defense was, and you've got Kevin Byard uh, on the graphic there in the first block. I mean, it was—it's pretty impressive uh, that the Titans held Patrick Mahomes to his worst offensive game in the regular season, really, uh, including the playoffs. It was worse than the Super Bowl performance that he put up uh, in February against the Bucks uh, there. But I mean, it was just—I mean, I don't think anybody expected a defensive output like that from the Titans yesterday. Yeah, and uh, and, and it, it kind of just rang in my mind because I was scrolling through the comments, and Lee brings up, you know, the most complete game that he's seen in a long time, and I I agree with you, Lee. I, and I did go in the memory banks. So I was like, when was a performance like that? I think you have to look to last year's Bills game on mm-hmm. Tuesday night. That mm-hmm. that's probably the now the Bills scored in that game. If if I remember, it was forty two sixteen. So, like, but 16 points for the Bills last year went to the AFC Championship game that had Josh Allen playing at a a very high level. But that was probably the most complete game where they got turnovers, got turnovers yesterday. They held – their defense held tight and got pressure on Josh Allen just like they got pressure yesterday. And they scored touchdowns and didn't settle for field goals consistently. Now, they they kicked some field goals yesterday, but overall their lead was built by scoring touchdowns. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you, Lee. That was a complete performance. And I tweeted this out yesterday uh, that got, got a lot of steam. But I, I, I said it on the postgame show, and I believe it. The way the Titans play football on Sunday is the way that you get to the Super Bowl. You now have seen the recipe. Derrick Henry not exerting, and you're not relying on him running for a buck 78. Ryan Tannehill being efficient with six 10-plus downfield throws, I mean, those are first downs, right, in the first half. And then you have a defense that was opportunistic, that got after the quarterback, and you – the back half of the defense, look, Jack Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins had, had maybe a slip, one or two plays, but it, there wasn't something that you were looking at yesterday saying, wow, that really needs fixed. And I thought that was very telling. Yeah, and obviously, the, in that Bills game, the Titans continued to pour it on in the second half. With the Titans last uh, yesterday, just you know, cruise control, right? They were driving on the interstate on a long road trip. They had the lead. They got out on the road early, and they just kept on rolling, right? It didn't even well, matter. I think, Austin, to that point, I think what they did in the second half, they knew Patrick Mahomes is deadly with Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. I think that their full attention was like, 
we need defense. Yeah. Just, just concentrate on defense. Like, yeah. who gives a damn about the offense right now? It's just how do we continue to contain Mahomes? And they were able to achieve it. Yeah, and speaking to Kevin Byard, too, because Kevin Byard, I said yesterday in a postgame show, is having an all-pro level season. Uh, but also, I saw a quote from him uh, yesterday after the game saying that after the Chiefs kicked the field goal, Byard said, no more points. <laughs> you will not gain another yard. <laughs> no more points uh, for the Chiefs. And they got it with that light, let that late fumble there as the time was ticking away there. So, but as we kind of expect, you guys, Titans fans, I'm sure after watching our show, we'll go click on some other national television shows and you'll hear a lot of topics about what's wrong with the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs fix this? Can the Chiefs fix that? Or the Chiefs bad? Is Patrick Mahomes' contract bad? There's going to be all this... Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs stuff going around across the NFL uh, media today. But I have seen a lot of Titans pro Tennessee Titans media today. And it starts at ESPN.com, Zach, where, I, you know, ESPN.com is a part of my morning routine that I go check out the main headlines every morning. And I go to the NFL page on ESPN.com. And this is what I see. How about that? How about Tannehill finger roll? leading the NFL page of ESPN.com. Now let's read the headline. Let's overreact to week uh, NFL Week 7. Are the Titans Super Bowl contenders? Will the Patriots make the playoffs? Again, are the Titans Super Bowl contenders? That's the question that ESPN was asking on their website lead NFL page this morning with a Ryan Tannehill image that looks fantastic. Nissan Stadium packed. Now you've got Sorensen of the Chiefs just looking you know, just upset as Tannehill skies through the air in his best Air Jordan uh, form right there. But, I mean, I was surprised to see that. And we'll go into the article about what Dan Graziano wrote and what Dan Graziano said. But seeing the Titans' front page top fold, to use the old school term like that, means something to me. Yeah, it's still with that headline, a backhanded compliment, in my opinion. it's they, They haven't committed, right? Like and and that the let's overreact well, and to so, week but, seven. But so again, this I, the is, headline is a little backhanded, but, but hey, but they, they at least say, put the picture up there. Yes, but I'll also say that this is what Dane Graziano does every Monday. <laughs> it's overreaction Monday. It's reaction Monday. That every Monday, then, on then ESPN, he does backhanded compliments every Monday. <laughs> okay, on 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 every Monday he asks uh, questions about what happened from the NFL weekend and asks if it's an overreaction or not because he's got the Titans are Super Bowl contenders. That's the statement. Uh, then he's got the Bengals or the AFC North favorites. There's the statement. Uh, the Patriots will make the playoffs. And he goes through all these different things, including Deshaun Watson and more. So he says, the Titans are Super Bowl contenders. His verdict is not an overreaction. So, of course, in the headline, he's making you click, right? He's making he's getting you in there to see what he says. And so Dan Graziano says, it is not an overreaction to call the Titans Super Bowl contenders. Does that make you feel any different? That does make me feel different, and good job to 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 open the portal to find the information. Uh, it's good. It's not bad. And I think, you know, the Titans fans always have yearned for national recognition when they do well, right? I think they that's all they want because you see other teams get that. If the Patriots were sitting there atop, you know, their division and had beaten the Bills and – you know they're sitting there at five and two. God knows that 
NFL front page turns into ESPN.com front page, right? So that, that, that weighs the difference. When you know the Cowboys have only lost one game, they're on the front page. And I think the expectations for Titans fans are realistic. They know that they're never going to get the full credit until they make the Super Bowl. And I would even say win the Super Bowl. And But this is a good start after two massive wins in the middle of the season, both from a, AFC competitors. All right, so I'm going to read you of what Dan Graziano says, a little excerpt from his uh, his ESPN Plus content. So if you're not an ESPN Plus subscriber, then uh, you're, we're, we're letting you through the portal for free uh, this morning watching A to Z Sports. So I'll tell you what Dan Graziano said. We'll also ask you guys this question. The Titans are gaining steam from national media as Super Bowl contenders. Is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal? But first, let me tell you guys, about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. Got a workout in yesterday. Before I went to the mainstay, got a Mandu workout in. How you can do that is it's a 15-minute workout. Full-body electronic muscle stimulation. So it's all on your muscles, not on your joints whatsoever. It can help you build functional, real strength and target that hard-to-burn body fat and get it out of there for you. Mandu can help you achieve whatever your fitness goals might be. And it also doesn't matter where you're starting from. Whether you're in shape and you just want to shave off that last little bit of fat, Mandu can help you do that. Whether you're just getting started and you want a complete transformation, Mandu can do that for you. If you've got old injuries, don't worry about it because this is the new way to lift weights with zero stress on your on your joints and on your impact there. The, uh, Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. And if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll take 100 bucks off your first month when you sign up right there at Mandu.com. BetMGM, that is who we're powered by here in the morning. Code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of sportsbook. And the best part tonight, well, and they do this consistently. If you use that promo code and you're a brand new user, risk-free bet up to $1,000. You can win some good cash there with BetMGM. Yeah, we'll talk about BetMGM and what they have Titans Colts coming up later on the show uh, because that is definitely a, a talking point as well. So Dan Graziano on ESPN.com, he says the Titans are Super Bowl contenders because he asked the question. He says the Titans are Super Bowl contenders. The verdict is it's not an overreaction. He says, how could it be an overreaction? After a week in which they beat the Bills and the Chiefs, Kansas City, the two-time defending AFC champion, Buffalo opened the season as a lot of people's favorite to unseat the Chiefs. One of the many things uh, this means, uh, should the Titans be end up tied with either Buffalo or Kansas City for the top seed, they will get that tiebreaker for the lone bye. Uh, bigger picture, though, it means they can play with and beat anyone in the conference. We've known for a few years that a full-strength Titans offense is something to fear, but they've re really struggled on defense, so the Chiefs' three points – might be more noteworthy from this one than the Titans' 27 points. Also mentions Patrick Mahomes had a career low of a 6.0 QBR. <laughs> 6.0 QBR. The only worst performance on Sunday was by Justin Fields with a 1.9 in a Whoa. boat race. Uh, no, it was so great to see, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You like that, Zach. But big deal, small deal, or no deal that – National media starting to talk about the Titans as Super Bowl contenders. So I think it's a good question. And before, look, go ahead and comment in the comment section. We're going to get there. I actually scrolled up to something we talked about at the beginning of the season, before week one. And that was the Furious Four and the Super Six, right? I mean, 
we we did a full show on that. And I'm glad we kept that graphic because if you go through this, I mean, look, the Bucks and the Packers and the Rams have kind of maintained, right? Like those teams have stayed good. But you've got Kansas City, who's a shell of themselves, and Seattle, who that man right there on the right, Russell Wilson, is hurt. And then you have Josh Allen, who they're about to get a string of wins. I think the oh, Bills and by, are by the way, the Titans are, are 3-0 and against those three quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, but the Titans were in the Furious Four, uh-huh. where the 49ers, they got problems after losing last night to Indy in a really tough division. Baker Mayfield has a torn labrum and a broken shoulder with fragments in his shoulder, non-throwing but still concerning. And the Ravens, uncharacteristically, lost at home to the Bengals. So out of the four, the Titans are probably trending in the most stable team. And that shows you that they should start getting national recognition. That's more than backhanded. Here's the difference, Austin. You and me, and I would even put in 90% of the chat, they know what's real. They have watched the Titans. They are educated on this team. All the, the national people are not educated on this team. Just ask Chris Broussard. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I think that I think it's a no deal to answer the question because the national media is never going to give the true credit that is deserved when it when it should be, ever. So I think that's a no deal. I think you got to stay true to yourself and the real ones know. Hashtag the real ones know. Well, and so I see this comment uh, from John says, I'll never understand why people, especially Titans fans, give a crap about what anyone else thinks about their favorite team. I find it funny. Um, I, I, can you you can you answer that? I, well, I, know I, yeah, I will answer that because, uh, you know, look, a lot of fans like watching their local coverage, whether it's listening to local radio or watching shows like ours as we expand across the NFL uh, in more markets. But you guys watch us because we cover the team at a hyper local level. But of course, when you turn on Football Night in America, when you turn on Scott Van Pelt at night, if that's still a thing. I don't know. I don't watch ESPN. I don't watch TV anymore, really. But when you turn on whatever it's first things last, as Zach calls it on Fox Sports 1 or first take or whatever, you always want to have your ear. You're excited to hear what the big talking heads had to say about your team. I was sitting there watching Football Night in America, wondering how what Tony Dungy and Drew Brees and Tariko and Chris Sims and Maria Taylor were going to say about the Titans' 27-3 win of the Chiefs. Like I cover the team, but I'm I want to see what the temperature is. I clicked on that Dan Graziano article because I wanted to see what he said. Are they Super Bowl contenders or not? Like you always want to put your finger up in there and see where the wind's blowing. And so that's why people care is because they they feel good about their team. They want to go hear the big pros that are making millions of dollars to talk about sports talk good about their favorite team too. It's justification. That's why. And they want the national medias to recognize what they recognize. Yes. The the Titans are Super Bowl contenders. But I could have told you that before the beginning of the season. Like, that's what their expectations were. Now, Mike Tirico and national media, those guys weren't talking about how the Titans were were Super Bowl contenders. But we were because we knew the structure of the team. We knew the trend of Derrick Henry. We knew the capabilities of Ryan Tannehill. And with the addition of Julio Jones, and a restructured defense that was they 
they kept the coaching staff in place, but they changed the players, right? That was the narrative over the offseason. We felt that that made sense, right? The, the, the coaching thing, you could be in question, but they needed some new players. Jadeveon Clowney and Vic Beasley weren't cutting it. They went out and bought Bud Dupree. He made a massive – He uh, honestly, Austin, he set the tone to that game yesterday. No doubt. That, that, that sack, mm-hmm. he set the tone. Bud Dupree, the $80 million man. Uh, that, I think, those are what the things that Titans fans were looking for. Now, it's starting to come to fruition at the most important time. Yeah. That's uh, the that key. Was, that was the Chiefs' first possession, wasn't it, where Bud Dupree got the sack on Mahomes. It was a strip sack, but the Chiefs recovered. The Titans go down after Mason Kinsey makes a gap on the return. And the Titans, it doesn't matter. They go 97 yards for a touchdown to make it 14 nothing real quick. Uh, so it, we asked the question, is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that the Titans are starting to get national Super Bowl contending attention? BMO says small deal on YouTube. Uh, let's see. Antoine, Antoine, I think, says no deal. Guy says small deal. Don't jump on the bandwagon now. It's not about jumping on or off a bandwagon. It's just paying attention and getting respect that is deserved. Uh, Nate says big deal. Nate, Nate on Twitch. Uh, thanks for watching on Twitch. You can subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch as well. Nate says big deal for the wrong reasons. A hallmark of the Mike Grable Titans is that they need to feel like everyone doubts them. And so uh, I, I was going to say. There is that I, complex. And that's where I was going to say, I think it's a small deal. You said no deal. You've already answered the question uh, for this topic. I say small deal because it does feel like Nate is wrong, is right. Whenever the Titans start to get national chatter about them, whether it's uh, Kyle Brandt and, uh, you know, and all those guys on uh, Good Morning Football on NFL Network or whoever it might be. Well, they stroke every NFL team no, I know ego that. where they well, win every week. We've that, established that. We know what that show is. That show, Football Morning in America or whatever, Football, Good Morning Football, it's a propaganda show. It's a, it's a show that gives all 32 teams social media content to circulate on their own channels. That's what and it just is. just all positivity. These guys are awesome. Wow. Yes. Uh, here's another award. Here, have an award. You're, you're the best. You're the greatest. Oh, the Jags won. We're, we're so proud. Finally, Trevor Lawrence is going to be so good. Yeah, you were talking about the Jags on their own five. Uh, okay, that, but that's, that's not my point. I my like point the is- personality. I, I got to say this. I like the personalities of that show. But as you said, it's a propaganda show, and it's set up to frustrate me because you cannot <laughs> blow roses up everybody's ass, and they do that exactly. every effing morning. Everybody cannot be great. That's what they're paid to do, and Dom's right. It's owned by the NFL. That's what they're I, supposed to do. They're just I giving everybody propaganda. else content. It's all about social media. It's not about people. Like, I don't know how many people actually watch that show live every morning. I, don't I, know, that, I know it's on in the, in the football facilities across the country. But I, it's only just for, you know, two, two minute, 20 second Twitter clips that go around from every team's handle of Kyle Brandt going on a crazy rant about how so-and-so is good. And they, they like, they own who they are. So I, they're, yes. they're, they, they own their identity because the, well, the show's called Good Morning Football. Like, yeah, football, the best. We love anyway. football. Like, it, we get it. It just, it's not real. <laughs> But again, every time the Titans get a little bit of national chatter, they do something stupid, and then they and then they give everybody the ammunition to say, "See, this is why the national media doesn't talk about the Titans." <laughs> so that's why I say it's a small deal because you know when I, I want to see the Titans 
handle success. And I actually was thinking about this because they beat the Bills on Monday Night Football and then they turn around and destroy the Chiefs. That's handling success. But they were also still underdogs going in to the game against the Chiefs, right? They were five and a half point underdogs and it worked all the way down to four point underdogs right at kickoff. So they were still being doubted. So it was easier to handle that success. We'll talk about that this here in a second, but uh, things aren't changing. No, things have not changed uh, so far for week eight in the NFL against the Colts. But, but it's, we'll a, it's a no deal because the whole perception of the Titans has not changed. Like that, it, if they lose next week or if they lose to the Rams on Sunday Night Football, everybody's going to go back and be like, oh, well, same Titans. They can win some big games, but they're just going to lose. They're not real true, like, we, we don't think you're going to see them in the Super Bowl, right? That That's how, until they prove everybody wrong, everyone will continue to doubt them. I, and they know that. So if you really, if Vrabel says his team works better under the nobody cares about us underdog role, put that bulletin board up, bud, right? Every week. Because this is, you you know, as Nick Saban, it's rat poison. <laughs> you know, it, it is rat poison. Saban is smart in that sense. But you know what? The national media is never going to give them the credit that they deserve. So there is no rat poison. Well, again, I, I just, I did, I did think it was nice because what did I expect? I expected, I expected this picture to be Patrick Mahomes on the sideline looking disappointed. And it's saying the Chiefs dynasty is over, overreaction or not overreaction, right? Like, yeah. that's what I expected. But instead, I see on ESPN.com's NFL page, are the Titans Super Bowl contenders? And the answer inside the article was yes, not an overreaction. You described it perfectly, Austin. This was nice. Oh, he's a nice guy. He's nice. But he's not the one. Okay, <laughs> that you're trying to be the one and the Titans are just not there yet. They're doing all of the things to get there, though. And so they're nice guys right now. They're trying to be the one. And the only way that you become the one is in middle of February this year. That's no, how no you become the one. No doubt. No doubt. And Derrick Henry is helping with all the talk that more MVP, MV King talk about Derrick Henry. Let's talk about that, Zach, because I went through and rewatched the first half of the game. The only half that mattered in that game yesterday when the Titans built a 27, nothing lead. So Derrick Henry was held to a pretty like mediocre for the King type of day with 86 yards uh, in, in the game rushing, but I've got the best Derrick Henry stats that I think really shows his MVP impact. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yes, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. They have you covered at Wilson County Hyundai. You're looking for a new vehicle. Man, it, it, you need to go check out the SUV that is the Palisade. You see them more and more on the streets. That means that people are enjoying their ride. Look at their inventory at WilsonCountyHyundai.com, but Payne Bone and his team, family owned and operated, which is very important. So you can go actually get, you, I'm, I, I know that times they do a change, but I have always been, I need to test drive a vehicle. I need to get behind the wheel. Well, you can do that at Wilson County Hyundai. 
They're, they're, they will take care of you. They'll hook you up with a good deal if you tell them about A to Z Sports. So there's incentive as we go into November and December. That Christmas present can be shiny and new in the, in the driveway with Wilson County Hyundai. A to Z Sports were powered every morning by BetMGM. They are the king of sports books. Just download that app. Use the code ATOZ Sports, and you got a risk free bet up to $1,000 after your first deposit. That's code ATOZ Sports. You make your first deposit, and your first bet is risk free up to $1,000. I have a great opportunity for your first bet coming up later in the show with the Titans' upcoming game, and we'll talk about that, Zach. But we're here uh, on this Reaction Monday where Dan Graziano says that the Titans are Super Bowl contenders, not an overreaction. And that's coming off a mediocre Derrick Henry performance because Derrick Henry ran the ball 29 times, 86 yards for 3.0 yards per carry. No rushing touchdowns. He threw one, but a long of 11 yards. He caught the ball. That would have been funny if you backdoored us and Ethan, who watches the show a lot, (laughs) this was your stat. Don't tell me this is your stat. It's not. Well, because it's not correct. Uh, His quarterback rating was 127.1. Oh, okay. And Still, his QBR, if that was your stat, you would have no, fooled us all. No, his his QBR, it was 99.9, which is out of 100. Because Ethan's right, that is the highest QB rating. But he did not get that because it's only a five-yard pass. That The distance goes into it. No, the best stat for Derrick Henry yesterday was when he didn't touch the ball. Because in the first half, Zach, in the first half, the Titans ran play-action pass with Derrick Henry seven times. Seven times in the first half. On those seven snaps where they ran play-action pass to Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill was six for six for 119 yards. Oh, and then he ran for a touchdown on the seventh one. That is the best stat for Derrick Henry. That is an MVP impact. Because when you go back and watch it, and you guys can go watch all these play-action passes and the, and the, and the uh, Ryan Tannehill touchdown. On the Ryan Tannehill touchdown, whenever... He, when he faked that toss to the left out of the shotgun, watch the entire Chiefs like the Red Sea flowing to one side, and Tannehill reverses out and walks in. Go watch the linebackers and the safeties who are stacking the box every time Tannehill goes back eye formation and play action fakes to Derrick Henry. They suck up. So, again, I'll say it one more time. In the first half yesterday, the Titans ran play-action pass off Derrick Henry seven times. Tannehill was six-for-six six passing for 119 yards and then ran for a touchdown on the seventh snap. Insane stat for Derrick Henry because the Chiefs obviously sold out to stop, air quote, Derrick Henry. That's why he only gained three yards a carry. But the reason why the Titans were able to build the lead is because of what the Chiefs did when Henry did not have the ball. And the the Titans will compete for a chance to go to the Super Bowl with one word. Man, I'm actually going to save this. I, man, I hate to do this to you guys, but I may save this for a Titans Thursday. I have the word that gets the Titans to the Super Bowl. Man, it just happened. Light go on. Uh, so I'm just going to shut up because we, we got to do this for a full show. Cause I, I really want to hear, God, I really want to hear what the chat has to say, but also I want to hear your reaction on this word because 
you kind of made my mind move there on we talk about the recipe this was the recipe mm -hmm. but it really comes down to one word are you gonna do it or are you just gonna wait no, I'm going to wait. I okay. have to wait. It's too good. You're, it's, you're, you're it's Monday at 835. You're teasing uh, us like and 95 we got some hours. guesses, balance, efficiency. That's not it. Um, we'll, we'll hold on to that. I, let's read, I, let's I, read some comments on my stat, though, again, because I said, yeah, the one word is teaser, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> there from Zach. So, look, it, and Ed says deception still works in the NFL. Bobby says the Bills did that, that too. Um, and then some some more uh, comments. MB said they did watch it. It was nuts. They took the cheese every time. Every time uh, the the Chiefs sucked up right there. Uh, and then BMO says the play action produced chunk of, of yards. That's the Derrick Henry effect. And it was great because it was the first play of the game. Zach was play action pass. AJ Brown first down ten yards. Right then then it was a handoff Derrick Henry for a nice game. The third play of the game was play action to Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, wide open 20 yard gain. And now you're all of a sudden in chiefs territory, rolling steam rolling down the field. Then the AJ Brown 46 yard play uh, was also on a play action pass on the sideline. And I'll even add this. There was one time in the first half, the Titans ran play action, but Darrington Evans was in the game. And it was when Tannehill dropped that dime to Michael Pruitt for 22 yards. So if you really want to include all play action in the first half, Tannehill was 7-7 seven seven for 141 and then had the rushing touchdown on a play action pass called. But the defense sucked up so bad on that play action that Tannehill walked in and finger oral his way for seven points. All right, Austin, you watched the first half again this morning. Yes. You watched the Bills game because I was with you. Yep. How do you you've watched all of them? How, yes. How would you assess Todd Downing's improvement from week one to right now? That was a comment I was going to read um, because I did see somebody say it, uh, basically bringing up the Todd Downing. Here we go. Kyle says it looks like Todd Downing finally figured out that with Henry, you don't have to actually run first to set up the play action. I think Todd Downing is really coming into his own, and it started with the Jags game, uh, which was after the Jets game, right? Like the And I said this on the post-game show yesterday. I don't know if the Titans beat the Bills and the Chiefs in back-to-back -back weeks without losing to the Jets. I just think there's something about having a, a wake-up call of losing to somebody that you shouldn't uh, that impacts you in the positive way later on that you learn from. Well, and they I, just didn't have AJ and Julio. Right, you can't was, win without those guys. But again, you, you you should be able to. You beat the Jets or the Jags basically the next week without them because AJ was significantly limited. But I do think Todd Downing is coming into his own. He's figured out the formula, right? And I agree with that comment from Kyle that when Derrick Henry walks into the stadium, the run has been established. Like it doesn't matter like how efficient Derrick Henry is on his first five carries of the game. The run has been established. The chiefs told you that with how they reacted to the first play action snap of the game it was the first snap of the game in the entire game. After the kickoff, they sucked up and AJ Brown was wide open for easy 10 yards, pitch and catch. No big deal. So the runs established continue to use the play action pass. Now here's the kicker is that the chiefs defense is bad. We know that. Really bad. The, the Titans offensive line has played really, really well duct taped together the last two weeks. 
They tried to do something like this in a way, not really, but kind of against the Cardinals in the first game, but they, they got themselves behind the sticks. It was typically a second and 10 or a second and 12 play action pass where the Cardinals were just pinning their ears back and going. So the fact that the Titans O-line has been able to help Tannehill out by keeping a clean pocket around him for the play actions to materialize. That's a big deal in this too, on top of Derrick Henry having 800 and whatever rushing yards through seven games. One thing that we brought up yesterday after the game, before our post-game show, and we said we were going to talk about it today, Obviously, Julio Jones, you want more than two receptions for 38 yards, but you love A.J. Brown's 133 on eight that, there's a There is a perfect stat line for those two, and that is A.J. over 100 with how many times did they target him yesterday? Nine? Eight or nine. I like, I like that. I like AJ over 100 with nine targets. Julio was only targeted four times. I would like to see him targeted six, maybe seven. Now he did. He did have one catch called back from the Ferkser offensive pass interference. That is true. And And Julio barely played in the second half. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't play. Well, we knew that, right? They're treating Julio Jones like Kawhi Leonard. Like they're treating Julio Jones like an NBA All Star. In the month of November. That's what they're doing. They, they didn't need, like, they were up 27-0. Who cares about Julio's stats? His two catches for 38 yards were first half. So if you look at it, AJ and Julio combined in the first half for eight catches for 139 and a touchdown. That's what matters, not the overall thing. Yeah, I, I agree with the analogy on on pop. <laughs> Mike Vrabel's popping. I mean, this is Popovich, old school Kawhi. Hey, we're shutting you down. And that trend has continued, obviously, with his other teams. But, you know, that can also, I think, get you in trouble because they didn't they didn't play him at all against the Jets and they lost. Mm-hmm. And you have your theory about the Jets. I, I think that that's a – the Bengals hadn't, had lost an AFC game and the Titans have because of the damn Jets. So I, I think that – that brings a sour taste. Oh, absolutely. I still have a sour taste in my mouth. That was a waste of three and a half hours because it went to overtime of my Sunday that day. Like, it sucked. It was boring to watch. It was awful to watch. It was painful. It was gross. But the Titans lost the Jets, and it could burn them towards the end of the season. But I do like that AJ targeted nine, Julio targeted six or seven, and then you get Julio with about 50 to 60 and AJ over 100 because AJ is the best, better wide receiver. Right now. Uh, I mean, he is. And and it's not of all time. I mean, Julio Jones has done his work. But Julio Jones is never going to be the Julio Jones that he was in Atlanta. He's just not that guy anymore. No, and the, he had four targets. One of them was in the end zone. That would have been a really impressive catch on the sideline that was yeah. really well defended. Uh, and then the other one was a slant that Tannehill, it was Tannehill's first incompletion of the day that was on, on Julio's back shoulder. If Tannehill puts that where it's supposed to be, it's it's a catch, and I don't know if Julio scores on that because he's a defender on his back, uh, but he at least gets another grab, and it works inside the 10-yard line. But again, like Julio Jones, I, I think I truly believe that Julio Jones and Bud Dupree are with the Tennessee Titans to have an impact in December, January, 
and they're playing February, not about October and September. And that's how they've managed these guys. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Yeah, but. Mike Vrabel has told us the easiest way to get to February is to take care of business during the regular season so it's easier on you. That buy is massive. Like, And if they can try to get it, now with the Ravens losing and the Bengals, I, you don't play the Bengals or the Ravens. You get the benefit of playing the Steelers late in the season, so you can take advantage of that. And your schedule, if, if your your schedule is actually beneficial towards the end, if you look now that we know more, we're we're not quite through. Well, we're almost halfway through the season, but at the end, you get your your last stretch. Jackson after your bye week, you get Jacksonville. Pittsburgh, who we think Ben Roethlisberger will probably be banged up by December 19th. Yep. San Francisco, who has problems, so is either going to be playing Jimmy Garoppolo, we saw what he played last night, or a rookie quarterback. The Dolphins, who are not good. I don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to happen. And then Houston. You're setting yourself up to have that stretch like they did a couple of years ago when they played like the Giants, the Redskins, the Jets. where They're all winnable games versus teams that aren't playing for anything. Oh, I mean, here it is. The Titans are five and two, and the rest of the schedule they've got ten games. Only two games they have teams who have current winning records. That's the Rams who are six and one, and the Saints who play tonight who are currently three and two, who could be three and three tonight, right? Like, or they could be four and two. But the Saints are not like great by any means. So only two teams with winning records: the Rams and the Saints, both NFC opponents. The Titans have four games left with teams who currently only have one win. The Texans twice, the Dolphins, and the Jags. And then you've got the Niners, who are eh, the, the Steelers, eh. The Colts is a big game. We're about to talk about that. But, I mean, really, you get past this Colts game, and things shape up really nicely. I think it's going to be harder than you think. Obviously. And I think Vegas. The NFL is always harder than you think. Well, the Ve- Vegas told us last night, that this is going to be harder than you think. Yep, let's get to it. Because Vegas, I think, surprised a bunch of people with what they did for the Titans-Colts game with the opening line. Money, is money able to be made right now? Because I think we can all jump on this as a show and try to make some money. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family, using rent estate to get your retirement plan ready. Because selling your house is a one-time transaction. And that might be right for you, but renting your house out, getting money in your account every month, and holding on to that long-term equity truly gets your retirement plan kick-started. And Renters Warehouse does all of the work for you. They're the landlords. You are not. They do all the work. You don't. You just get the money. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. We're going to be talking about BetMGM right here in a second. But download the app today. You get a risk-free $1,000 bet for new users using the promo code A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. A to Z Sports, all together. That's the promo code. Download the app today. Yeah, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Here it is, Zach. I, I was surprised. I usually open the uh, the BetMGM app Monday mornings 
to get the first look at the lines for college football in the NFL. I watched a lot of Sunday night football last night when the Colts were able to beat the Niners in a bomb cyclone that everybody heard about for the first time uh, last night. And here's what I saw. The Titans at the Colts, underdogs by a point and a half. Plus 100 even money on the money line, but the Colts favored over the Tennessee Titans at BetMGM. Download that app. It's a great chance to use your risk-free bet on the Titans money line, even money right there, because if you lose it, you get that back in free bets. If you win it, you get even money with it. But man, I think the Titans are so much better than the Colts. And does that, I get, what was your reaction to, to seeing that line out of the gates, the Titans being underdogs? Well, it, it kind of goes into our question. I'm curious to to hear what people say. Is it a good or a bad thing? I, I'll be honest. I think that is a bad thing because I predicted the Titans to beat the Bills and I also predicted them to beat the Chiefs. I think the Colts, this will be the toughest game to date. Uh, the Bills was a grinded out type game. The Bills was a but, very tough game. But this is... The Colts, everything is leading up to this game. If they're going to get back into this playoff race, it's going to be because of Sunday. And they know that. All the Colts fans know that. It's in Indy. And I know notoriously it's kind of weird, bizarro, that the Titans play better in Indy and the Colts play better in Nashville. But I don't think this is a good thing because I think that this – uh, I'm not going to give away my prediction on Monday of what is going to happen on Sunday because a lot of things can happen, right? Health, injury reports, a lot of different things. But I don't think this is a good thing. I think the Titans, I mean, the Titans should be healthier next next week. I think week. as far as betting, I think it would be smart. You, If you're a Titans fan, you put $100 on the Titans to win. I, I, that's I, what that's what I, I didn't do a hundred dollars, but I put 50 on the Titans money line this morning. I mean, why that, not? It, it's even money. That. You don't get but the Titans even money like that. Don't be surprised if you lose that. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not kind of like bait is Vegas. You know, that old man with the dollar, you know, and guy, oh, cut. Yeah, quicker than that. It, it is, is it kind of seems like Vegas is that old man. A lot of times, but it's, uh, man, it's tough because the last two weeks, the Titans were underdogs by six and a half against the Bills. Didn't matter. This yesterday, the Titans were four point underdogs at kickoff against the Chiefs. They won by twenty four. I mean, it's so. Uh, you I, think it's a trend of disrespect? Yeah, and I I just think people are so obsessed with Carson Wentz. Like, is anybody else watching Carson Wentz like I am? Like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of Titans fans are. I mean, well, I had, had a guy. He had a good. I had to pick his ass up because both of my quarterbacks were on buy on fantasy. He played well last night. He won me the game. He won me my week. I don't know if he played well last night. I understand the weather was a massive factor in that situation. I understand that, and I don't put that against him. But at one point, Carson Wentz had 102 passing yards in the fourth quarter, and he had 77 yards in pass interferences. <laughs> so like Carson Wentz was literally just chucking the ball down the field, hoping that the 49ers, who lead the NFL in pass interferences, continue to be bad at getting pass interferences down the field. Now, will that work every week? I don't know. Because he also had three passes on one drive that should have been intercepted. The third one was. Like he just he just doesn't look good. And I, and the Colts outside of Pittman and Taylor, they don't really have anything else. 
And their offensive lines hit or miss. They're kind of banged up. I just don't think Carson Wentz is that good. And I think what I've seen from the Titans defense in the last two weeks being banged up, I like the fact that the Titans can just go in and win this game and should be able to win this game in Indy because what happened to the Colts defense last night? They allowed a rookie running back that nobody's heard of from the sixth round go for over 100 yards. Easy. And now Garoppolo had his own issues. The Niners are a mess. And they don't have anybody outside of Debo Samuel and that rookie running back. But the Colts aren't, like, special. Like, they've won three out of the last four games. That's good. That's I think great. they're trending. I think they're well-coached. And I think Carson Wentz is doing enough to put his team in winnable positions over the last several weeks. And I think that, combined with backs against the wall, gets you to them being favorites. I, I, it makes a lot of sense. Now, that's kind of disregarding what the Titans have done because they have shown you that they've played very, very well. But I think this line is more about the Colts because the game is more about the Colts, right? I mean, it's their season. It, it, it literally is their season. Yeah, and but it's also the in the and if if you're Mike Vrabel, it's your season too, because this is it, right? I don't I, disagree, but I th- there's more wiggle room at five and two than three and four. If you get back to five hundred and you're four and four and you're Indy, and now you're split with the Titans, now there's hope. If but you're dead in the water if you are three and five and have lost both games to the division leader who's now six and two. You're now vying for a wild card, and we all no, know that. that that they're it's muddy. You're you're out of the wild card. This is the Colts season. You're out of the wild card because literally you're losing too many AFC games. <laughs> you're losing two to the Titans. You're losing another one to the Ravens, and I can't remember exactly. They lost a couple NFC games early. So they, they lost the first two games to the Seahawks and the Rams. This yeah. So again, like you're losing three in this scenario where the Titans beat the Colts on Sunday. It's it's you've got three AFC losses and you're you're done with your division and you're stacking up bad situations in the conference. Well, you, here's another bad situation for the Colts. They may be done regardless, and it just happens to be because of three teams. And I, I may sprinkle in a fourth. They still have to play the Bills, the Buccaneers, and the Cardinals. I'll sprinkle in the Raiders who are playing out. They got that juice from Gruden leaving. You talk about that juice. They got that juice when he left, left, they, they're, they're, they're looking pretty good. So it's going to be an uphill climb. I will say this. I'm not saying anything that anybody shouldn't already know. If the Colts lose to the Titans, their season is over. But you think this is a again? I'll throw up the I'll throw up the graphic again because I saw the the BetMGM app. The Titans are one and a half point dogs to the Colts. Zach, you think that's a bad omen? You think that's a bad thing for the Titans? Yeah, I think that's Vegas telling you something. And Vegas, ninety to eighty percent is correct. I've been screwed by them all weekend. I didn't have a great weekend because of lines, and I'm talking like super like razor's edge wins. Like, you know, I got Durant over 29 and a half points. Durant has 29. That happened to me like four times. Vegas is good. Vegas is very good. That's why they have all the tall buildings. Everybody says that Vegas is fantastic. But again, like the, and and Jeff says, love how Austin and the chatter act like the culture trash. And Ethan says, well, they do have a losing record. (laughs) And that's, that's Jeff playing with his heart. 
Well, cause Je- yeah, Jeff's a Colts fan and a, an Ohio state fan who watches our show from Orlando. So again, like Jeff doesn't really make a lot of geographical sense. Uh, but again, like I, I do think the Colts aren't great. Like they're not, they're not, I don't think they're good either. Like that. I, I think the they're good. Team, I don't think they're great. They're trending in the right direction. Yeah. Right but now. so are the Titans, the Titans just beat the bills and then walloped the chiefs on back to on, on a six day stretch. You know what they have to do. You know what the Titans have to do. What? They have to go icy white. That's the only way they're going to win this game. Icy white on Halloween? Just make it ghost mode? I mean, you can come up. I mean, there's your marketing idea. Man, we come up with so much good stuff for the Titans. Free. Free stuff. Maybe we'll we'll tweet Jim Wyatt for the Britches Report. uh, That's what we should do. I I, I love, you know, I love uniforms so much. I, I got a weird thing with it every monday we should predict what the the following uniform is going to be i think i could give a high percentage i i just i know this team i i've got a good read on it my prediction is they go icy white um but we'll find out the bitch report comes out on wednesday but that is one way to combat the trendy uh colts i'm tweeting jim white after the show and i'm saying hey jim the britches report make sure it's icy white pants and you got to call it ghost mode on Halloween. I'm just going to do that. I mean, and we'll see if Jimmy takes the bait or not. I mean, he doesn't control the britches selection, but I do think this is a great opportunity for it. The icy whites are fantastic. It's not the stormtroopers because they have, uh, we've been over this. The stormtroopers, stormtroopers have white helmets. Other different type of troopers have different colored helmets. We've been over this guys. Been yeah. Over this. All right. So I think it's, I, I think it's a good thing, Zach, overall with talking about the Colts being, the favorite because again, Mike Vrabel, I'm not saying Mike Vrabel's pulling up sports books and showing his, his locker room. Hey, look, you guys are underdogs again, but I do think that they're, they play way better when, uh, when, when they are doubted. And, and I think they know how big this game is and they have an opportunity to go on the road. And typically the Titans play really well on the road when they have to. And that's where I, I that's where I really like this game. They've, They've they had to beat the Colts last year on the road after getting embarrassed at home on Thursday night, and they killed them. They had to beat the Ravens on the road after after the embarrassing uh, indie game at home, and they beat them in overtime. They've been able to win big time road games um, under Mike Vrabel, so I I expect this to be another win for the Titans. Which a three and zero start in this Bills Chiefs Colts stretch is the best thing you can ha- ask for. The Rams game is icing on the cake. If that's the if, that, if that's what happens, who cares about the Rams outcome? It's just 100% bonus if you get it to win. Yeah. Oh, well, it's going to be it's a big week. They're coming off big wins both teams. It's going to be a showdown in Indy. No doubt. No doubt. All right, guys, it's time for bad sales job on this Monday where Zach and I give each other a, a bad sale uh, to make in 30 seconds right now, Zach, you have a 15, 14 to two lead on me, right? I believe yep. that is correct. 15, 14 to two. Man, we really shaped up. We should kind of, I mean, uh, I don't want to jinx it, but the, we had our problems. We fixed the game and we've been rolling right through. So uh, I'm glad that we were able to, to adjust. Definitely. So that's coming up here in a second, but real quick, let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life, make sure you know who to go to, who to trust with your, whatever surgery you might or might not need. 
and also whatever rehab you might or might not need because the bone and joint will treat you right. They also streamline the process to getting back to health. They don't send you all over town to different other facilities and locations. Everything's done right there under one roof on the campus of the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Bet MGM, they're hooking you up. They are our title sponsor here for the morning show. Code ATOZ Sports, you get a risk free $1,000 bet. $1,000 bet for new users. Download the app today in your app store. All right, guys, time for bad sales job on this Monday. Zach, you want me to go first? Yeah, that's fine. All right. I will tell you, you went and saw a comedy show last night, right? You went and saw Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan? I did. He, uh, you'll probably, I'll just give you a slight insight. You'll probably see something come out because at the end, he recorded something for Instagram on stage and he told us that. He had, he was he was tipping him back last night. Let's just Who, say who's that. he? Chappelle, or uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and okay. that it was a it was a, a, a enjoyable show. I laughed very. I laughed multiple times. It was just good for you know, it's good to laugh. That's um, good. But uh, it was disruptive trying to get in. All right. Well, Zach, your bad sales job is you have to tell us of why Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan or two of the most unfunny people in comedy and how you wasted your money going to that show last night. 30 seconds on why Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan are two of the most unfunny people in comedy and you wasted your money going to that show last night. I'm getting my clock right. I mean, can I go on? I mean, uh, you kind of set me up. Um, Clock starts when you start. Both of those guys are not funny whatsoever. First of all, Joe Rogan tells you that. Literally on stage last night, he says, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to a single word that I say. You're stupid if you you do things because of what I say. He, he's, he's, a, he's a meathead. He doesn't know anything. He's not that funny. And uh, he's popular, but not good. Dave Chappelle is homophobic. I mean, you saw that. Uh, that's what he's getting in trouble with on Netflix. That's the reason why he's not funny. He is, he goes against, (laughs) you struggled through that one. You really did. (laughs) Because I think everybody loves Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, they they do. Uh, I mean, again, it's a bad sales job. So, (laughs) all right. Well, that was, uh, I I brought the, the, the thing with Dave Chappelle is because that was a huge theme. If you, if you know anything of what's going on, his Netflix special has gotten a lot of heat because of the the transgender community and i mean he he went in on them last night again but the there's the transgender community in netflix they have boycotted dave Chappelle. there was like uh you know riots right outside of netflix last week so it is a very tipping point for those two communities the dave Chappelle community and that community so that's kind of why i said what i said but it was a bad sales job that was tough yeah that was rough, rough on you. All right, what do you got for me? All right, you have to tell the fine folks why you are done for the rest of your life. 
with brushing your teeth. And you're not going to a dentist. You're not going to orthodontist. You're done brushing your teeth. And you're okay with half of whatever happens, happens with your teeth rotting out, but no help. You're done. We can go when you're ready. Zach, I don't need to brush my teeth uh, because of two simple reasons. And Dennis will tell you that brushing your teeth is not the most important thing to do for your hygiene and your, and your mouth health. It's flossing and mouthwash. If I floss every day, multiple times a day, and I use mouthwash multiple times a day, every day, I can get the same type of effect because I'm keeping my gums healthy with flossing and mouthwash, and I'm not destroying my gums by brushing too hard. That's why I don't have to brush my teeth anymore for the rest of my no. life. All right. All you got to do is comment Austin or Zach. Who do you think won that one? Uh, I have my opinion on it, <laughs> but who do you think won that bad sales job segment? Austin or Zach? All you got to do is comment Austin or Zach, and we'll count it up. The first to 20 votes uh, wins this. So I'm going to let some, some uh, votes come in, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so far. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's see. First, uh, Steven, me, one, two, oh, I mean, you you can stop counting. You can stop. Sweep. (laughs) Just sweep. Sweet I didn't get it. I got a vote. John got one. My man. You got one. You got, oh, two. No, you got no, three. You got two, three. I, I'm not going to catch you. So I'm not oh, even going to just Ethan Ramsey just is right. Austin in a landslide. Easy, easy execution. Easy execution. It was, Hey, it was well, uh, well conducted, uh, via your question and good execution on your bad sales job. You kind of, see put that's me in a the, there, there are, yeah, there are two parts of bad sales job. One, you gotta be having, poignant with your question. I didn't do that. <laughs> Yes. All right, guys. Uh, great Monday show. Uh, awesome interaction from you guys. Uh, so really, really, really enjoyed this show. I hope you guys did too. We got a lot of content going out. A to Z sports.com slash Nashville for our written content. Buck rising. Luke Warsham uh, have uh, content up there later. Adam Holt will also have the Derek Henry record tracker out later on today as well to see where he's getting to with NFL records. He's on pace to break to check that out. We got the A to Z sports podcast network with the Vols podcast out uh, later on today as well with Zach Reagan, Charlie Burris reacting to the Vols tough fight, the first three quarters of the Bama game, but Bama did cover good win a good weekend for us in our college football picks last week, Zach. Although I did split. I'm I'm telling you, I, I should get bonus points for going undefeated. No, you shouldn't. You just, that's what the point uh, well, you've gone undefeated going undefeated multiple weeks. <laughs> two weeks. You've gone undefeated two weeks uh, in this season. Oh, this season. Yeah. yeah. But I've yeah. gone, I've gone undefeated multiple times. That's hard to do. Yeah, it is hard to do. But uh, I split my mortgage pick, which is my only loss. So, hey, Lucas says I won money because of, because of us. I don't know if it's you as in hey, Zach he said or me. me. He, he went with the over, which. <laughs> 60 and a half is how good, you know, the over was, he went 61. to 61. Yeah, I know. You you got that point right there. Yeah. And Orlando's right. Shout out to the Preds. How about this? The Titans and the Preds combined to win 32 to five, uh, 32 to five yesterday <laughs> with that, with how they played uh, with the Titans winning 27 to three and the Preds winning five to two last night. All right, guys, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Buck rising tonight. A to Z sports primetime. See you later. Adios.